Ladies and gent, just kidding. (laughs) 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 All right, all right. What is up? What is up, podcast listeners? It's your boy, Coke Swish, and I'm joined with the one and only Waffleadism. Yo, wait, hold on. (laughs) We're rolling with it. Wait a second. We're rolling with the (laughs) Waffleadism. No, 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 no. It is... (laughs) You can see the waffles or waffle tism. Okay. Or tea. Okay. I don't I don't care. Whatever tea. whatever you roll in. Tea. Not iced tea, tea bro. Because I'm well, sure. Fuck it. No, I, I don't care about I've told anything. a lot of people. I, I, nah, <laughs> like I've told a lot of people, like I'm not I'm not a big fan of my name. Like I understand, you know, my parents gave it to me, whatever. Your parents gave you the name waffles? I've never really No, Travis. Sorry. Oh, oh okay. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, like I don't. I, it is what it is, you know. I've met a lot of Travis, Travises, in in my in my days. Um, so I usually just go by my last name, or you know, people will call me like T or some other shit that they come up with. Something, like, yeah, I roll with it. Fuck it, whatever. It's like the most of the time, it's not by my actual name. What the T T for Tism? Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> waffle T. <tea? laughs> <laughs> waffle tea sounds pretty good. I'd try that tea. I would try that tea. Waffle tea? I don't. I don't know about that. Yeah, like yes. so some ego tea, bro. You know, like they have ego, like egg. They have ego moonshine. Ego. Like I, I, oh, I fuck with that the, sounds I fuck pretty with good the moonshine too. for sure. I fuck with some ego but moonshine. I don't know about tea. I'd be down. I'd be down. I think it would be a calming blend. Calming. I'm not, I'm not. I mean, I'm a calming person, but at the same time, I got like a lot of energy today. Like, I'm, I'm on a this whole episode. New level. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like I don't like there. There's some episodes that you know I got a lot of energy. There's also some episodes where I'm kind of like calm. I'm you know keeping to myself, right? You know, I'm talking <laughs> most of the time. Demeanor, but bro, I am on a whole new level today. I'm hyped up. I'm waiting to do this podcast. I've been enlightened. <laughs> this is the waffles you've all been missing. I know it. I know it. I know it. <laughs> I love the energy. But like, yeah, I like I to try. It. I like to try and bring the energy, right? Because you know, I I have my days that I'm down in the dumps, right? And don't we all? I I don't like to be that person that brings people that drags people down, right? I like to try and you know bring people up, like bring in the energy, help hype them up a little bit. Get them smiling like today, bro. I got so many people smiling at work, and I was excited. Hell and yeah. I brought that energy to this podcast, and I'm excited. Hell yeah! You <laughs> pat yourself on the back. Good job, good job, waffles. Good job, tea. Good job, waffle tea. Also, I, I smashed my thumb yesterday, and it's kind of swollen, so I've been dealing with that. So I'm probably <laughs> just trying to like keep the energy up, so my adrenaline's up, so I don't feel the pain. He's like the adrenaline <laughs> is still there. That's where the energy's coming from. <laughs> yeah, it's from me being in the right. shock of pain. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah no i man. smashed my thumb yesterday and i was like man that kind of hurt but eh, it is what it is i didn't break anything i can still bend it and move it and <laughs> pain's just weakness leaving the body right yeah i actually had a military instructor tell that to me when he came to my high school we had a push-up competition you know i did 90 i got a marine shirt that says that on the back of it yeah it's definitely a saying that's in the military you know, because oh, if you think about it, you know, you you work through the pain, right? When you're doing your workouts and your training, you work through that pain. Otherwise, you're a little bitch, you know, so they tell you pain is weakness leaving the body because you don't want to be weak. You want to be strong, you know, so you'll be strong once you stop feeling pain. Once you stop feeling pain, once you do your shit. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you get past that pain and then you can't walk anymore. You get yelled at. <laughs> oh, nope, just be okay, your muscles cool. are too sore from being ripped to shreds that you can't move the next day. <laughs> no, I got so it's funny because I actually got yelled at because I so my knee swelled up when I was doing the uh, what is it called? The, the man, I'm already forgetting the name of it. It was like the the three days of uh, bullshit. I say bullshit. Like you got a bunch of combat training. It's like the last couple bit of boot camp. So you got a bunch of battle sk- battle skill stuff that you have to do. 
<laughs> keep going. <laughs> keep going. You've got you got like rifle training stuff like that, and then you got the the Reaper at the oh, end of the it, Reaper. and it's a pretty Summoning the Reaper. Yeah, yeah. it's a ridiculously oh, it it's looks not like so that ugly difficult, now. honestly. <laughs> I, I gotta follow. But, so sorry if you're just got, listening to this. I apologize. <laughs> I'm if you're watching this, something. we also apologize, but <laughs> he currently Ryan is pulling plastic off of his headset. My brand <laughs> new headset. Yeah, thank, thank brand you. new. Thank you to T. It's not not years years old, but it's still all right. Yo. There we go. See oh. now now it's sleek and oh, sexy. Oh look at that! Look at that reflection off the glare. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, yeah. So I got back from doing the uh the Reaper and everything, and they were like, "All right, you know, go to the Corbin if you have any questions, whatever." So I went to the Corbin for like the not the. So there was two lines. You got like the major injuries and you got the minor injuries, right? right. So I just went to the minor injury side, and I was like, you know. My left knee's kind of been bothering me a little bit. You know, I think it's just strain, but, you know, I, I like a professional op- opinion on it. And he looked at me. He's like, your left knee, right? And I was like, yeah, my left knee's kind of bothering me a little bit. He's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. How's your right knee doing? Mind you, give a little perspective. Uh, my right knee was probably about the size of a grapefruit. Pretty large, swollen, and, you know, and not your left knee how was it was worse? supposed to be. But I felt like my left knee was kind of bothering me. And he goes, yeah, so um, about that, you should go to the other line. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just like, all right, whatever, I guess. Like, it's not that bad, right? And he goes, no, it, it is, like, it's bad. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. We got to amputate like, your legs, sir. Professional opinion, I'll go to the major injury line, whatever. And... I was like three or four back. There's probably like another six people behind me. And I get up to the front of the line and the guy looked at me and he goes, um, so what seems to be the problem? And I was like, yeah, my left knee kind of hurts a little bit. And he goes, no, 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 no. What is your problem? And I was like, I mean, I feel like I just strained my left knee a little bit. Like, you know, it's not too bad. He goes, the fuck is wrong with your right leg? And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, it's swollen. And I was like, oh. Well, yeah, I don't know. Like, ignoring it, his right I don't knee. feel any pain. It, it seems fine. Like, you know, might have hit it on something. I don't know. It's all goes, numb from the um, fucking swelling. No, there's something wrong. Mind you, it's like greenish purple, right? All bruised up. And he's like poking it. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, I feel you poking my knee, but it doesn't hurt. And he goes, yeah, no, there's definitely something wrong with it. So uh, give me one second. So he walked into the duty hut. And told my fucking senior drill instructor that he's mm-hmm. taking me over to the medical uh, medical facility to get me checked out and shit. And uh, my senior drill instructor came out and he goes, Sans, the fuck did you do? And I was like, not a staff sergeant. I just, you know, my left knee's bothering me a little bit. And he goes, well, what the fuck's wrong with your right knee? And I was like, I don't know. Everyone's saying that it's bad. Oh, my God. I was like, what do you think, Staff Sergeant? And he looked at my fucking knee and he goes, yeah, you need to get your fucking ass to medical now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's all infected and shit. <laughs> so, I went, so I went down to medical, got my fucking knee x-rayed and everything. And they were like, things seem fine, but you're going to need an MRI. So I was back and forth for like four or five days, back and forth to the place that I had to go get an MRI from. Yeah. And like on like the fourth day, they finally got me in. And they were like, yeah, your knee is fucked. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. Like, I don't feel any pain. I can walk fine. It, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, tur- turns out that I had torn my ACL, my MCL. I had prepatellar bursitis. My IT band was messed up. Uh, my wow. cartilage in my knee was squished on one side. And I had a slight tear in my meniscus. <laughs> meniscus. You know it's good. Hibiscus, and I was like, hibiscus huh. tea. 
Hibiscus. I don't think I've had hibiscus tea. Oh man, I like yeah. black. I like black tea. Black tea is nice. A lot no. of people don't like black tea because it's too bitter. I like black tea. I like black tea. I like white tea, oolong tea, bouillabaisse tea. Um, I I like a bunch of tea, but uh, chamomile tea. Um, but you gonna have to open my palate to teas. Cause yeah. you sound like you know a lot. Yeah, I'll, for sure. I'll open well, we your have palate to a lot of Colorado beers. Yeah, but... we have a lot of tea houses in Cali, you know. So it's like, dude, boba and tea houses out of joke there. Um, but let's get into the 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 body of this podcast episode. Uh, we do have something we wanted to go over. This is actually a listener request from Patty. She wanted us to go over boundaries, and I think that's a great topic. Um, talking about you know. Um, building healthy connections through boundaries, right? Understanding boundaries. What are boundaries? Why are they essential? Setting personal boundaries, relationship boundaries, uh, you know, boundaries in the digital age. Obviously, we talk about a lot of variations of things, you know, because back in the day, things used to be a certain way, but now that you have technology, we call it the digital age, right? We're living in the digital age. People have a fucking screen in front of them all the time. So things are a little different, you know, so like respecting somebody's boundaries online may be a little different to respecting somebody's boundaries in person. Right. So there's that. And also, you know, respecting others boundaries. And then, you know, we can get into a little Q&A if you want. But uh, I do have some some stuff about that emotional boundaries, physical and inter- interpersonal and stuff. So. Yeah. So kind of like to bounce off of that, uh, we do love our viewer input and especially if they you know have some kind of request like some like an episode like what patty did you know she loved one of our episodes she gave us a great review and also asked if we could do a episode on boundaries so you know to fulfill that request you know we we always look at our our you know reviews or our you know inputs or q a sections whatever it may be whether it's a youtube comment whether it's you know, in our Q&A section for Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be. And, you know, if you want to hear a topic or get, like, our input on a topic, then feel free to do that. You know, we always, you know, love getting some kind of feedback or, you know, being able to help out our, our listeners for sure. And so kind of piggybacking on that with the with the boundaries, you know, Everybody's got a screen in front of them, whether it's, you know, a phone, a TV, computer, whatever it may be. And that can definitely change, you know, your aspect or the way you look at how to, you know, uh, find or make sure you don't cross the line on a boundary, right? Like you got your personal boundaries, your physical boundaries, and then especially with, you know, the big jump in technology and stuff like that, you know, you get your digital boundaries. And a lot of times, especially with being, you know, in the digital age, especially with how young I am, I don't feel young, but, you know. Uh, You're an old soul. With, <laughs> with, with being with that, you know, growing up with a lot of people that, you know, been around computers and that's pretty much how I grew up was on a computer or on a phone and, you know, even in school, we were on computers. And nowadays, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, I got DM'd by so-and-so, and I told them to, like, fuck off. And it's just like, <laughs> it's 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 simple, but it's not, right? Like, you can go ahead and block them, but at the same time, they can go make, you know, tens of thousands of accounts. Right. And if they are that persistent and, you know, keep spamming you with whatever. Then that would be and not respecting somebody's boundaries in the digital age. Absolutely. You know, if somebody blocks but, you and you're going out of your way to make a new account, to go in there and whether it's put your piece in again or harass them or whatever, you're not respecting boundaries. Yeah. And I, I kind of like to compare that to with, like, physical boundary-wise. Like, you could have somebody you know, talking to you, but then they're going to go to somebody else to have them talk to you to release, relay something back to them, right? Having that, you know, that uh, middle party or whatever the hell you want to call them, right? Like a privacy boundary. And, yeah. Right, so. And then. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, you know, on that would be more so like establishing boundaries around 
personal information, you know, and communicating what can and can't be shared with others. So if you're going, like, if I'm going to tell Waffle something and I don't want him to tell other people and be like, hey, just between me and you, you know, you'll hear people say that between me and you, that means don't fucking tell anybody else. Keep it between you and who told you. Respect that boundary, you know, and it, that's a two way street, you know, like if you were if you were to tell me something and you say, hey, just between me and you or exactly what Kenny says off the record. Right. That's another saying. Don't tell this to anybody else, you know, like keep this to yourself, you know, and that's that's super important. That's big on privacy. You know, and she mentioned work boundaries are huge. We can get into that, too, you know, and a work life balance boundary. Um, setting boundaries between work and personal life, such as not checking work emails during personal time. Or, you know, if you're out at dinner, if me and Waffles are having dinner and hanging out and he's on his phone all the time, that might irritate me because I want to hang out with him. I don't want him to be on his phone. You know, so I want I, I want him to respect that, that, you know, like, there's a time and place for everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, so there, like, especially with, like, there's so many different types of boundaries. You know, you got personal boundaries, you know, you know, uh, physical boundaries. You got, you know, like, personal touch boundaries, emotional boundaries. There's, we could go on and on for fucking many episodes about oh, yeah. this. Personal space is a big um, one. But one of the, like, personal space, I'm, I'm, pretty big into because i don't like people touching my shit unless i tell you you can use my stuff don't fucking touch it (laughs) simple as that but people don't fucking understand that and yet half my tools go missing and then i start yelling at everybody and they're like oh it wasn't me it wasn't me like listen motherfucker i got security cameras (laughs) that are in the fucking shop i know exactly which one of you fucks did it i just want you to own up to it because i'm not gonna pick you out in front of everybody yeah, um, or like when somebody's, you know, like, using your bathroom and then you hear your razor go off, like, you're like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> Especially shit like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thought that'd be a good little reference to bring up. <laughs> That's uh, but yeah, like work life, like work and personal life boundaries is good for, you know, your mental health your physical health, emotional health, whatever it may be. Because if you don't have that boundary to be able to, you know, step away from work to be able to live your own personal life or vice versa, then things are just going to start intertwining. You're going to start losing track of what happened with what and start getting pissed off with a lot of different things. And being able to differentiate the two and being able to cut them off. Like, I don't like to talk a lot about personal shit at work. Because I'm at work to do work and simple as that. Right. And, you know, yeah, I may come home. I may bitch about work. I may, you know, vent a little bit. But I don't bring my work home with me to do shit like that. Like, yes, I understand. Like, work from home jobs is a bit difficult, right? But being able to, you know, if you have a laptop, being able to close that screen and separate it from everything else, that is key. Or being able to have, you know... If you can, you know, I know every, not everybody can, like, especially my, my mom, she's got her office in the living room. So that's a bit difficult, but being able to separate, a, like, have your work in one room and just being able to close that door and not think about it. Right. Because, you know, a lot, like, one of the big things, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And you may hear a lot of people talk about that, whether it's with boundaries, whether it's with, like, cleaning things, whatever. It could be something small, it could be something, you know, pretty big but like out of sight out of mind it'll help ease your ease your mind off of whatever you're trying to figure out right and being able to you know have that boundary whether it may be a door a blanket you know you know closing a screen not being able to see that anymore having that boundary will help you be able to you know move on to something else and keep you know the things separate you know keep those boundaries separated between the two right uh let's see kind of catch up with chat real quick uh yeah. kendy says with work especially with today i am a team player and i help with many things but then it crosses a line of being taken advantage of you can't take on any more of a workload and need to get your things don't don't and say no you can't help them help then they say you are sorry i'm 
Okay. Okay. So not being so. a team player, and this looks bad on you. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Trying to. I, I'm not. I, I can read great in my mind out loud. Not happening. Uh, let, let me. Let, let me, like, Let's think let about me... how many boundaries that broke. Okay. So. So. Not communicating with her, right? That that's a communication boundary, right? So she can't take any more of a workload. When you need to get things done, you know, that's a time boundary. That's an expectation boundary. That's a consent boundary. You know, like there's so many different things that 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 violates, and that's in the workspace. You know, and you you think about how many times people you know have their boundaries crossed and it puts them in you know positions or situations that they aren't comfortable in or don't want to be in and then that con conflicts their day you know and all these different things that contribute to it you know like conflict resolution you know establishing guidelines for healthy conflict resolution such as avoiding personal attacks and maintaining mutual respect during times like that it's important you know like if you're gonna ask somebody to do something you don't just say hey i need you to do this and this and this and you say hey if you have time can you do this hey if you have time i need you to do this communicate it you know there's <laughs> there's so many ways to go about not fucking ruining somebody's day um patty i don't <laughs> think uh so Patty's asking what the difference between extrovert and omnivert is and the anxieties that come with it. That's not really going to fall under boundaries. That would be more under, you know, like we can talk about um, what would that be like personality, uh, personality I mean, traits. So that, that can kind of fall under boundaries in a way, right? Like, okay, I'm kind of... I. I might be mixing this up. What is an omnivert again? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna look it up for you real quick. I'm pretty sure it's because uh, I know what I know. Extrovert and introvert. Right, an omnivert is um, people who experience extremes in introversion and extroversion. So it's uh, people okay. they have trouble balancing outgoingness and shyness. So as a as a result, they seem like they have a dual personality depending on what situation they're in. So like with the boundary wise for that aspect, like an extrovert, someone that's like outgoing, a very social person, and someone that like wants to talk to everybody, right? Right. So your boundaries are probably going to be a little smaller than an introvert's would. You know, somebody that yeah, like I I would definitely classify myself in. as. You know, like, I don't yeah, like going like out because of all the people and them not respecting boundaries and personal space. And, you know, like, I can't do it all the time like that. So. Yeah, I definitely say I'm more of like an introvert-esque with right. a slight side of extrovert. I mean, it definitely, like, depends on, like, what the activities I'm doing, right? In like, if I'm going to a bar that I've been at for years. Yeah. Like a great like, I, Jedi. like the like the bar that I go to every well I can't say every Friday night but almost every Friday night, um like I'm I'm friends with a lot of people there I know a lot of people and you know I'm out there they know my boundaries I know theirs like we're not gonna talk about you know stupid life shit if it's not relevant right, right. if it's something you know if somebody you know has some kind of experience that night then yeah we'll we'll talk about it and you know we'll work things out and you know we're adults we talk about things not a lot of people understand that i don't go out every friday night i'm not that bad i try to go out every friday night because i like darts but that's about it um but for because i got a decent bit of extroverted friends like they like going out they like partying they like meeting new people and their boundaries are a bit different, right? Because you don't, you can be, you know, a complete random. Go up to them, and they'll click with you immediately. Be able to talk to you, everything. Me, on the other hand, a complete stranger comes up to me, starts talking to me. I'm confused as shit on why you want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. Simple as that. But then, you know, after a little bit of talking, things are starting to ease off of me a little bit. You know, my anxiety is not through the roof. I'm not freaking out about, you know, why are they talking to me? Why do they want to talk? Like, what do they want from me? Shit like that. And mentally, there's I my my health is 
straining at that point. Like I'm freaking out, don't know what the hell's going on. And being able to place boundaries around that is kind of difficult because especially with the social aspect, everybody's a bit different, right? Uh, you could have, you know, somebody could be a complete extrovert and go up to somebody that's a super introvert, doesn't want to talk to anybody, wants to keep to themselves and, you know, just carry on with their life for the night or however long it may be. And be, trying to establish that boundary is difficult because you don't know that, you know, you don't know that person, you know, you still got to test the waters a little bit. Don't go over to them, start talking about life, you know, life stories, shit like that. Find some way to connect with them. Don't force the connection because then you're just going to, you know, push yourself into their life and they're just going to hate you. And like, the biggest thing is, you know, everyone says that the, what is it, the first, uh, I'm stumbling for words right now. I have too much <laughs> energy. My, my brain's going burr. You're good. Uh, well, while, while you think about that, <laughs> I, want, I want a tangent off of um, <clears throat> what you were just talking about, right? And what Patty was saying. Uh, she was trying to think about, you know, how to explain anxieties placing boundaries on mental health, right? And you had talked about, you know, intrusive thoughts and fear of the unknown, right? You don't know who this person is or why they want to talk to you or what they're going to say or whatever. You know, the explanation of fear of the unknown is anxieties often rooted in a fear of the unknown or uncertainty about the future, and it can lead to avoidance behaviors, preventing individuals from taking risks or trying new things or pursuing opportunities that could contribute to their mental well-being. You know, so then you start going into things like social isolation, you know, and that's something that introverts do because we don't like to uh, deal with the anxieties that contribute to our mental health by being in social situations. You know, um, it leads to feelings of loneliness, you know further exacerbating anxiety and limiting the support networks crucial for mental health. You know, so there's so many different things and anxieties that come with it. Like I should do a part two to my anxiety book and just talk about, you know, different anxieties and how they contribute and affect different aspects of mental health and your mental well-being, because that in tune also goes into effect your physical health, you know, so there's so many different things that we can tangent off of that, but I think we're going to stray from boundaries if we do. <clears throat> Good talk. Yeah, I still can't think of it, and Google's not helping me. So what? What, what are you trying to think about? <laughs> oh, what? What you were? What you were? Right, right. Like right. when you like like when you when you first meet somebody, like everyone says it's like the first something that is impression like the most important the first impression that's the word impression <laughs> the first impression like sorry i was on a tangent <laughs> i, I would have helped you sooner <laughs> yeah um, so like the first your first impression of somebody like if you're tr like you don't know if this person's going to be an extrovert or an introvert and you don't know that the boundaries are going to be so you got to kind of like test the waters and you got to you know Make yourself seem like a decent human being, unlike ninety nine percent of people. Uh, <laughs> I guess that you know my opinion. Take it with a grain of salt. Um, sense, I though. like I said, I'm an introvert. I don't like people, but I do have a lot of friends that are extroverts, and they love being you know in big crowds and stuff like that. Like that's not for me you can go do you and i'll let you go do you i'm not gonna hold you back because i'm different but it what's it's what makes me me i, I got my boundaries of the Especially. fact that i'm not a big fan of crowds right so i keep myself away from what i can for crowd wise you know i i, I start to get claustrophobic and unless it's a constant anxiety starts to go to the roof get really baked and deal with yeah, the concerts i usually just a get lot of people drunk as shit and yep. then have a good time but that's because it's it it numbs the pain it numbs you know my mind it it keeps me from freaking out really both are like m&m's hard candy shell but sweet on the inside <laughs> uh 
Oh, no, you're, you're okay, Patty. Uh, she says, okay, thank you for honoring requests, guys. Not trying to make it hard. You guys are awesome. Just going with the flow. Yeah, of no, course. I completely get it. Like, I I was able to, you know, work it into, you know, your your main request, which was boundaries. And like I said, you know, there we could go on and on for many hours about how many different boundaries there are, ways to right. work those boundaries, whether it's work, personal life, friends, relationships. um so on and so forth and it, we could talk about it for hours is it you know gonna help much more the more we talk about it maybe maybe not but to get things started off you know we got we're gonna do you know this episode roughly an hour long as usual and being able to stay within you know a somewhat main topic Kendi says, how can you regain the boundaries if they have been crossed? That... I think that's situational. Yeah. So, it depends on the boundary. If it's a work-life boundary, uh, you just kind of tell the person whether whatever it may be. Um, if it's, like, something drastic that's happening in your personal life that's going to affect your, you know, your work life, Kind of, you know, see if you could take like a 15, 30 minute break, whatever, from work. Talk to that person in, you know, your personal life. See what you might be able to help them with and kind of let like let them know, you know. I mean, if it's like a life changing event, then, yeah, you know, kind of life, you know, your, your, your self should come above all, whether it's a relationship, whether it's work, whatever. Yeah. So depending Put on. You first. Depending on what boundary was crossed, you know, like if it was a work boundary, um, you know, find find the person, find a private, you know, time to talk to them, let them know the boundary's been crossed, let them know how it makes you feel, you know, and see if you can just communicate openly about it. Um, if it's like a personal boundary that was crossed, you know, talk to them privately about it, let them know the boundary's been crossed establish your your consequences if there are consequences you know if if you're gonna if you're gonna cross my boundary like say i'm not comfortable talking about something and you keep bringing that up around me i'm gonna i'm gonna stop talking to you i'm gonna block you i'm gonna make it so i don't talk to you anymore you know you you cross my boundary you know if, if i told you like i don't feel comfortable doing that and you keep bringing it up you cross my boundary you know, so I, I would set my consequences. Like, if you keep doing this, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. You know, you have to reevaluate the relationship, whether that's personal or work, you know, friendship, whatever. Establish clear communication. You know, practice your assertiveness. Learn and practice assertive communication. Clearly and confidently express your needs and boundaries without aggression. You know, don't get mad that they crossed your boundary because then you're not going to be able to communicate clearly. You have to stay level-headed and be like, hey, this is what you did that I found I found wrong, and it crosses a boundary with me. You know, implement self-care. Set boundaries for yourself. You know, ensure that you have your own personal boundaries in place to protect your well-being. Otherwise, people aren't going to know that those, band are, those boundaries are being crossed. If, if you don't make it apparent that you have boundaries, they're going to get crossed, right? Yeah, so it's definitely like you were saying earlier. You know, it's, it's definitely a two-way street, right? And if you don't make those boundaries known to people, then they're just gonna keep crossing those boundaries, keep pissing you off. But it's kind of on you at that point to where you didn't let them know what was going on. And you know, a lot of people say, you know, oh, you're an adult, you should have just said this. Yeah, but that's not how a lot of things work. Right. And, you know, I, I've used it in many of my examples, right, with, you know, being an adult. It's kind of just, you know, a wide verse word that's been used for many different things. And the biggest thing that I do is, you know, I'm an adult. I use my words. And, you know, I explain to people. I'll, you know, I'll talk to somebody about it. And if they want to get pissed off about it, well, I'll let them do that. Right. They can go ahead and get pissed off at something that I said. If they want to let me know why they got pissed off, I'm all for it. You know, if I find myself in the wrong, I'll apologize. 
But if they just want to get pissed off, start yelling at me for no reason, but not explain to me why they were pissed off at me, then I personally them. don't see why I'm at fault for them being yeah, there. That's on be, them. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be on them at that point. And especially uh, with what Kenny was saying, she says, I'm not helping anybody at work anymore. Did that. Now I have six jobs. So with a work boundary, kind of like using, you know, I want to get, you know, some consent for this because I want to cross a boundary. <laughs> Can I kind of explain some stuff that you've talked, you talked to me about today? That was a very polite of you, Waffles. You see, we're respecting boundaries over here. You know, me and Waffles may be the host, but we still respect our audience and their boundaries. Okay, Kendi says, yeah, that's fine. So she was explaining to me how she feels underappreciated today at work, and one of her coworkers put a bunch of stuff onto her and was ex expecting her to do a bunch of things. And if she were to go to management, then she would just get reprimanded for not being a team player, right? And now she has six jobs. So kind of what I explained to her was to, you know, print out the job description you were hired for. Print out what you're supposed to be doing. Highlight it. And then if you're, if, you know, if your manager or your coworker wants to be like, oh, you're not being a team player, also have a different sheet of all the other jobs that you're doing for other people, for management, for coworkers, whatever it may be, and have them read it out loud. And I don't want to be sound like an asshole, but I'm probably going to end up sounding like one anyways. If they read that out loud and then you ask them again how you're not being a team player, then I would hope that they would think to themselves that, oh, fuck, like she's being she already is being a great team player because she's got all of this on her plate, even though it's not in her job description. Right. Not even in her scope of work. Like if you're doing work absolutely. for a company that's not in your scope of work, I'd say you're a team player. It does. It doesn't even and, have to be six different jobs. You know, like I was, I was a grocery clerk at a grocery store, you know, restocking shelves and things like that, working the freight truck. But then I would also do things like clean the grease trap you know, or help customers find things, which wasn't in my scope of work, but I would still help when it was asked of me because I was a team player, you know? But don't assume that, okay, I asked this person to do this once and now that's their job. Now I don't have to do it anymore. That's fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so when I got hired at my job, it was a simple, it was stupid simple, and I hated it. And so I was hired as a porter. So I take cars off the drive, I park them in the back lot. Super simple. I sweep up some stuff, take out some trash every now and again, move tires into the, you know, used tire pile, whatever it may be. I hated it. It was simple. And I kept asking my manager, can I do more? Can I do more? Like I, I want a, you know, a list of things that I can get done. That's on me. Like I, I'm opening my boundary to be able to bring more jobs, even though it's not what's in the job description, right? Right. But you communicated that. But I can, yeah. But yeah, communication is key for especially boundaries, and being able to do all of that was it's it's something that I personally can do, right? I'm not expecting my coworker who has the same job title as me to be able to do the same shit as me. Because, you know, I learn differently than that somebody else does. Right. I can do stuff certain certain tasks faster than, you know, certain people. And so then I ended up getting switched over to Quick Lube, which is oil change, tire rotations, you know, putting on new tires, stuff like that. Before I was put over there, I was told that I'm going to be managing. I'm going to be in charge of everybody. But I didn't even know what the hell was going on back there. I didn't know how to do certain things. Yes, I don't know how to change oil. I don't know how to change tires. I don't know how to do all that stuff. It was like, for me, I learned all that in high school with my automotive classes. Like, I, I could figure it out. The only thing I didn't understand was the computer at the time. And I was able to pick that up fairly quickly. 
And so, you know, I did all that. And then I was in charge of everybody. I was managing them. I made sure everything was back in order. I made sure everything was clean. You know, everything was getting done efficiently and correctly. And so I went and, you know, I talked to my manager. I explained to him what I was doing. And I didn't think it was right that we got paid the same, even though I was doing three times the amount that everybody else was. And so he didn't think that, you know, I was doing much more. But then I explained it to him. You know, I printed out the job description. I let him know. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Not a lot of managers are going to be like that. But I ended up getting a pay raise. You know, I also did a bunch more, you know, of our online training stuff to be able to, you know, get showing i was showing that initiative that i wanted to be more of online be more main tech or go be an apprentice be able to learn more stuff like that right and being able to communicate that you know i showed him what my boundary was i told him you know if i'm going to keep doing this same stuff but still get paid the same my work efficiency is going to go down i'm not going to be managing anymore i'm not going to be dealing with all the extra bs that's on my plate just because you want me to, I'm not going to do that because I'm get, still getting paid the same as everybody else. So why then should I put in more effort and waste my energy on something that doesn't isn't going to matter because you don't see it or you refuse to acknowledge it and I'm not going to keep doing all that, wasting my energy when I can well, put it's it just into something else. just going to be taken else. for granted. So, let's see, uh, catching up on chat, Patty says, yes, word is bond, but I agree it's situational depending on relationship. That, for me, is the hard part, too. I and agree. then... It's all about respecting others' boundaries, you know? Yeah, so, and then Kenny said, the last time I did that, they changed my job description to include those jobs, just said in different verbiage. Verbiage. So now it is in her yeah. scope of work. That's that that dumb. is that is difficult um, with with doing that. That's why I said that's why I say like print it out and highlight it because then you have you know the date that you print it out, you have what it's supposed what your job description is supposed to be. And you're supposed to have an employee handbook and shit like that, right? Supposed to. Not all jobs do it. And half the time, people don't even realize it's an actual thing. Um, but print out what the job description is supposed to be. Highlight it. Explain it to, explain it to your manager or whatever. But also have a different you know, document or, of whatever of the extra things that you do that aren't in that job description explain it to them and then if you and then if they try and adding more stuff to your job description i honestly would take that to hr what would it be I, maybe hr but i would probably mm, i'd probably go above that manager's head honestly Go to HR and then go above that manager. Usually it's like management, HR, and then whoever is above management. Well, but above kind of management, skip management it's usually like a district like manager or a regional yeah. manager. But if you work in like a small business, then usually it's just management, the management GM, the owner. Owner. <laughs> yeah. The general manager and then the owner. Okay. But if you're like if you're feeling, you know, underappreciated at a job and they're crossing, you know, too many boundaries, I would honestly say, yeah, look for look for a new job. Like you see that, you know, they keep crossing boundaries, they have no respect for any for, you know, for who you are and all the stuff that you do for them. Try and find a new job, you know. But on the bonus side to that, you know, I like looking at the upsides. Now you have all that extra experience. 
you know, you can put that on a resume and a lot of other businesses would like to hire, you know, people with a bunch of different experiences, especially for marketing within the same category. Right. Like from what I, yeah, from what I understand, you know, Kendi, she's in marketing and from the things that she has told me, she does a lot more than just marketing. And honestly, if I could get her, you know, one day to help do a lot of the stuff for this podcast, that would be so absolutely I, wonderful. I told her, I was like, I wish I was in more of a position <laughs> to just like bring you onto the team. You know, here, quit your job. We have the revenue to cover it. One day, one day. Uh, we have about 15 minutes left on this episode. So if anybody in the audience on the stream really? has any questions uh, left about boundaries, now's your chance to submit those final questions and we'll cover them with the remaining time that we have left before we get into the closing statements. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been we've been covering some good stuff, too. You know, talking about some quality stuff. And once you start getting into engaging conversation, like the time just goes. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's like, bam, another thing. That boundary, friendship boundary, right? Like we click, we like, we we know like our boundaries, right? Yeah. Our personal. Yeah. Work life. And, and if a boundary life. gets crossed or tiptoed <laughs> over, then something is said. You know, so communication. Communication. Us, exactly. Communication is great. <laughs> we, we're, we're on the same page, brother. We're on the same page. You know, and that's that's what it takes. You know, like we, we've been friends for years, you know, and we're still learning, you know, boundaries about each other and respecting those boundaries. You know, that's that's how you're going to grow in your relationships and your friendships and your in your work balance, you know, like respecting your boundaries and making your boundaries known you know it's it's all about you know fostering positive communication honestly so do we yeah, have any like, other so... questions <laughs> I'm just going to tiptoe through the tools. yeah i'm not seeing any any questions coming coming through so one of the things that I would like to say like with boundaries is always make sure you know you're making your boundaries known because if you if you're not if you're not making the boundaries known then how is someone going to know that you they're know crossing that it. something's been crossed or they're they're in the wrong correct right. and it's, it's it can't just be a one way street, right? You can't just be like, hey, you know, I you know I I can't do that. You know, kind of crossing my boundary, whatever. And then there's like, yeah, hey, fuck it, whatever. Like, no, make sure that they are acknowledging it. Make sure that they understand that you have boundaries. You have certain things that you have to get done that you're expected to do. And if you have time after that, then you are willing to help them. Going but back into the work, that works. If out. not, you still have you know shit to do. Like my personal life, like I've got people texting me, family most of the time that while I'm at work, and they're like, "Hey, so this is going on with my computer, or this is going on with my car." I'm like, "Yeah, you know what? I will let you know here in a couple hours when my shift ends, right? Yeah. Or as soon as I'm off work, I'll get right back to you." Unless, you know, it's like a life-threatening event, like, you know, my dad's stranded on the side of the road. Prioritize. Yeah, that's kind of understandable, you know, they're, they're stranded. I'm just like, alright, well, fuck. <laughs> Good luck. I'm gonna fax this fucking butt to your... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's like, I, 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 I do try and run, you know, do some stuff as, like, side work. You know, I'll work on someone's car, or I'll help work on somebody's computer. You know, I've decently well-versed person but being able to prioritize certain things during certain periods like work i work eight to five roughly i get there at 7 30 leave it try and leave it like 4 30 depending on how the day goes may leave earlier may leave later uh but i i you know i keep work at work and i try and keep my you know personal life in my personal lifetime 
Uh, Kenny says, I have had to ask for people to stop messaging me throughout the workday unless it's an emergency or if they are in the area to go out to lunch or a coffee. Kind of confusing for me. So if she's busy but at work, from, you know, and people yeah. message her from what throughout I her day, from that. she's trying to get shit done. It's like, stop bothering me with dms or messages unless it's an emergency you know i'm at work you know it's like being a kid you know like you don't call your parents while they're at work unless it's important or it's an emergency right so if you know your friend is at work you don't bother them unless it's an emergency right i tell people like or that, to like, try and cheer them up like right 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 like when i'm streaming and somebody like tries to send me like a video you know, like, hey, check this out. And it's on Facebook or something. I'm like, no, I'm streaming. Come into the stream and let me know what's going on. And maybe I'll check it out, like, on my stream or whatever. But, like, don't not talk to me on my stream while I'm working where I want you to come talk to me and talk to me, like, through direct messages elsewhere. You know, like, if you're going to yeah. DM me, at least be in my stream talking to me and then send me shit in DMs, like, for the videos or whatever. Like... When I'm at work, I'm not. A, I don't like to sit there and have people be like, "Oh, well, so this is going on with my life, and I'm feeling down today." And I would, I'll, yeah, whatever. If you want to start the conversation with like, like what Kendi and Ryan do, like, "Oh, hey, good morning. I hope you're killing it today, bro. Stay positive. Loving it. Gets me going. I." I got energy again if I was feeling down or if I'm already fucking pretty pumped up for the day, you know, I'll message them back. But I'm they're not trying to carry a conversation and expect me to respond, you know, right <laughs> away. Because they understand my boundary, right? <laughs> they understand my boundary. I'm at work, so I'm just trying to keep yeah. to work. You know, if I if I slow at work like it has been for a while, you know. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll sit there and I'll talk to Candy. Like we'll message back, or I'll sit there and I'll talk with Ryan. We'll message back, you know, trying to plan things, you know, outside of work because I have no work. But that's kind of, you know, the industry that I'm in, right? You know, I'm with, I'm in, you know, an automotive industry where, you know, there could be a lot of work or there could be nothing, like there has been for like the last couple of weeks, and it's been slow as shit, and I hate it. But when I'm slow, you know, I kind of, you know, shut down work for, you know. 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it may be, you know, so I can take my break. You know, I'll talk to some people, you know, get, you know, things going again, get my energy back up and go go with the flow. And then, you know, I get back to work. And, but being able to differentiate those boundaries, not sitting there being like, work, work, work. I'm living my personal life now. And then all of a sudden I'm still, you know, talking about work or dealing with work stuff. I've, I've had, like I had a couple, like when I had my vacation and I went to Universal with my family for our our little Christmas vac family vacation shit. I had a manager call me and he was like, "Hey, so so and so is doing this and so and so is doing this, but how do you do this?" I'm like, "That sucks. You're a manager. <laughs> I'm on vacation. You can deal with it." And I hung up. Like I, the simple as that. Like I told them not to bother me with work while I'm on vacation. Yeah, I dude. took vacation for a fucking reason. That's so irritating. See, yeah, Kenny says I don't mind getting messages, but I don't want to be hearing my phone buzz every two seconds, disrupting my work day and distract me from what I need to do. That's at that point, you know, I if I have to have my phone on me, then you know I'll tell them to kind of fuck off, or you know I'll put it on silent, whatever. But if I don't need my phone on me, yeah. But if I don't need my phone on me, or I'm not expecting, you know, a message or a phone call from someone, my phone is in my toolbox and I'm just working. If a manager needs me, he knows where I'm at. If you know somebody else needs me, they know where I'm at, and it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna throw, like, push all of my, you know, work to the side just so I can go and you know, chit chat with so-and-so at work. Like I got work shit that needs to get done. So I'm going to sit there and do my work shit. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Putting foot down communication. Um, that's, you know, 
I, I want to encourage you guys to reflect on your own boundaries and make positive changes. If you know boundaries are being crossed, try to figure out how you can communicate to those that are crossing them so that they stop getting crossed or set those consequences and take positive action on it. You know, like it comes down to your mental health and your physical well-being. And if you don't establish your boundaries and you just keep getting walked on, you're, you're not going to live a, a satisfied life. You know, you, you have to you have to know it's like knowing your value, right? Knowing your worth that comes with setting boundaries. You know, if you don't have boundaries and people just fucking do whatever they want, what are you worth? What do you value yourself as? You know, so do what you will with that information. Um, I said my piece. I want to thank you all for listening. Waffles, I've been loving the energy today, dude. It's It's been awesome. It's been what the, we've, we've been needing this. We've been needing this waffles nonstop. Yeah, all, bro, all I could I couldn't help it, bro. Like, I've had a great day today, minus having to, you know, fuck around at work for a few hours. But it, like I said, work is work. I'm not going to even, I don't want to deal with that bullshit. You were still but, making like, I made positive impact at work, though. I, I I made people happy. I made people smile. And that's what I try and shoot for every day. I hope these podcasts help you out with whatever, whatever it is you are going through. We have many episodes talking about many different topics. And I would love to see more interaction with those episodes. Definitely. We, you know. I go back through I go back through these episodes on a daily basis just to see if anybody has said something new. You know, this and is 28 being able now? to get that personal feedback i just i can't believe well i mean we've missed a few weeks here and there but it's still 28 but it's still episodes, 28 dude. episodes like i am hyped like i'm excited a like different this this content. podcast isn't going anywhere like if we got more engagement awesome if we still got the same engagement awesome if we got less engagement i would like to know why <laughs> <laughs> right? i was gonna say don't say awesome <laughs> we don't want less engagement <laughs> but being able to connect with people, like that's what we go for. We try and connect with people, try and bring up topics that aren't talked about a lot or, you know, being able to have some, being able to see our side of something, you know, because there's many sides to the same story. But being able to see our point of view, because we like to try and stay as a neutral party, explain both sides, right? And being able to understand, you know, where we're coming from or where somebody else is coming from is great. Like I've had a few people, you know, reach back out to me personally and they're like, yeah, Hey, so this episode was great. I didn't understand, you know, so-and-so's reasoning why they did a bunch of bullshit. But now, you know, I feel bad because I saw that I was in the wrong, right? They used their words. They communicated with the person that they thought was an asshole and realized like they were, they fucked up. And, and the that's, podcast that's brought them what clarity. I love to hear about, right? Being able to, you know, be the, the enjoyment of somebody's day or being able to help somebody realize what is going on and being able to grasp their life again is something I look forward to. Being able to get that smile on somebody's face, you know, I'm excited. I'm happy. Like, yeah, I, I, I put, I put me, myself before a lot of things you know i've been growing a lot as a person as you should but what helps me smile the most is being able to put a smile on somebody else's face right you know i like to help <laughs> yes i'm smiling a lot like i'm i'm super energetic like i i try and bring the energy because you don't know what somebody is going through so try and help be that positive aspect Somebody could be going through a super shitty day or somebody can go be going through a super awesome day, but be that person that is going to help someone smile, someone that might be going through a lot or be that extra energy somebody wants in the day because they're already excited. They're already happy about something. Be that happiness, be that enjoyment, be that positive perspective in somebody's life. And that's what I try and shoot forward to. And I really hope that these episodes are doing it for you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love it. You hear that, guys? That that was amazing, Waffles. Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners, everybody that tuned in. Thank you 
people in the stream that were hanging out in the chat. You guys are all beautiful. This has been an awesome episode, episode number 28 on boundaries. I hope you get a positive impact out of this. Let us know. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You know, if you're listening on Spotify, you can rate it. Same thing with Apple Podcasts. You know, I really appreciate it. And, you know, don't forget to leave us feedback. That's the most important thing. Really appreciate all of each and every single one of you. You know, if you're listening to this, you are loved. You are worthy. You have a purpose here. And if you haven't found it yet, come talk to us. Let us help you discover what your purpose can be. Have a beautiful holidays. I want to get into a Christmas one maybe next week. Um, you know, things are going to be crazy with Too the early. new year and my birthday. Yeah, maybe a couple weeks, maybe a couple weeks. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.